heads. He knew they mocked him. I shall take the matter up with my lords, continued the steward in soothing tones. You have my word that after tonight this matter shall be resolved. Enough, declared Theophanes. I'll have no more of your promises. It is time I have a word with our honored guests and let them know who is the master here. I'll not have their slave kill my slaves. I'll not put up with it a moment more. He stormed up the steps as the boat tilted unnaturally. The roll of distant thunder shook the planks and the first drop of rain hit just as he emerged from below. The forty lords stood on either side of the boat, perfectly spaced along the deck, watching the darkening horizon. They were dressed in robes of the finest white linen, embroidered with thread of spun gold and silver. The metal caught the flash of lightning. The thunder rumbled closer. Theophanes strode over to the nearest man, but as he opened his mouth, the Lord stated in a droning monotone, We must not be delayed. If your overseer would stop killing my slaves, began Theophanes, we must not be delayed. There is a storm rolling in, and your man keeps killing our only means of transportation. We must not be delayed. Frustrated, Theophanes turned to his first mate, who was manning the tiller. He looked up as the storm clouds rolled fast over the sky, blocking out the moon and all the stars, and shouted, Why didn't you inform me of this coming storm? I am sorry, Captain, the man replied, shouting as the wind carried away his words. There was no warning. I fear we have angered the gods. Delay is unacceptable, the Lord said. The silence hung between them, as angry as the sky above. A wave crested the deck, the boat lurched, and the water of the black sea pooled around their feet. The rain began to fall in huge sheets, slanting sideways as the gale struck the ship. Theophanes grabbed onto the railing as another wave crashed. The forty lords stood as if rooted to the boat, impassive to the howling wind and rolling thunder. Theophanes cocked his head. He heard something, a noise. Beneath the rage of the storm, the sound of metal upon metal. It seemed to be coming from below. He strained his ears. There were angry shouts. Mutiny, he realized. Theophanes drew his cutlass and ran towards the stairs just as a horde of armed soldiers poured from below. He recognized their faces the faces of the stewards who had served their lords so faithfully until this point. Yet now they were dressed in the vestments of the religious and bore naked steel in their hands. Theophany stepped back, looking for a defensible position. With a fierce battle cry, he ran at the closest man, but after briefly crossing swords, the steward ran past him and straight towards a lord. Theophany stood in confusion, but then the words of the steward who had spoken to him below rang in his head. You have my word that after tonight this matter shall be resolved. The steward had tried to tell him. If these fools killed his slaves or his paying passengers, if these stewards were leading his slaves in revolt, Theophanes did not complete the thought. Protect the passengers, Theophanes shouted at his crew. They pulled out their swords, battle cries tearing from their throats. Each bolt of lightning lit the deck, showing the chaos as stewards and sailors clashed. 
Yet the lords did not budge. Their lips moved silently in unison, whispering some prayer, Theophany supposed. It would take more than a prayer to get out of this mess, he thought. One of the stewards shouted at him, This boat must not reach Byzantium. He did not complete the thought. The warning he shouted at Theophanes distracted him, and he did not see the sailor who came up from behind and ran his knife across the steward's throat. The steward fell, choking on his own blood as it poured down his open windpipe. Damn you! shouted Theophanes at the sailor, wondering what the hell the steward had been trying to tell him. Theophanes ran below. All his slaves were there. He breathed a heavy sigh of relief. Those stewards and lords could kill each other off for all he cared, as long as his property remained intact. The beat of the drum continued.